I think we need to really start sending some messages to some politicians. I've always believed that, you know, the, the right and the left, the Democrats and Republicans are pretty much two wings of the same bird. And to make that bird work, they got to have both sides, both wings have to work in some kind of an order to get in the chosen direction by all. And I think the chosen direction by all is for them to keep their cushy jobs keep voting for their benefits to get better and their pay raises. And meanwhile, I mean, it's a great job if you look at it. You don't really have to do much. You can just blame the other side for everything that you said you were going to do that never got done. At the same time, we're in this period now where these politicians were all in favor of these measures or at least didn't do anything to stop them when it came down to shutting down businesses, people losing their jobs, losing homes, losing everything, all in the name of, of health and protection and basically just another tool of controlling the masses. But now these same people want you to go out and vote for them so they can keep their job, keep their lifestyle, and just keep on doing the same thing that they've been doing. You know, so many of them have admitted that they spend about 53% of their time on trying to get reelected. You know, I mean, imagine if anybody else focused on keeping their job other than performing the duties of your job. One committee after another. So if, one of, if they do something, they just form another committee and they all get paid overtime to just talk and bitch about the other side. You know, my thing is, we talk about term limits, but why would they vote for that? I mean, think about it. They're, yes, Mr. Politician, we want you to vote against your cushy job. We want you to, to limit yourself for all the unlimited benefits that you could go ahead and bring upon yourself. Yeah, that'll happen. Term limits are up to us, we the people. That's the only way that's going to happen. And the only way we can do that is to just vote them out or vote the new people in you know i had an interesting th thought about this it's just like well <clears throat> first with the the big con uh, contributors political contributors i mean there's millions and millions of dollars being flown around you know for you know campaigning and so on but yet we still had that one trucker get uh, elected you know in new jersey uh, his opponent a career politician spent about two million dollars on the campaign, and this trucker spent about seven thousand, and got elected. You know that sends a big message to the establishment. It's like, uh oh, you know. Well, then it's it's the same time if we all voted for the little guy, the obscure person. You know, the politicians want you to believe it. That'll really wreck the machinery of the government. Oh well, nothing will get done. Well, nothing gets done anyway. I mean, we watched this $40 billion so far fly out the window to Ukraine, but yet Americans can't seem to get any benefits. You know, the supply chain, we can go into all these other things, and the border just keeps getting flooded day after day, you know, at our cost. But yet my friends, you know, who want to come visit me from Europe have to jump through hoops to get here legally. That's all because of politicians. That's all because of politicians, no one else. So with the big political contributors, what if their, their, their strategy is like, wow, this is going to be really difficult. We don't know who to fund. Because it seems like when the people see more ads 
about somebody, they don't vote for that person. They're voting for the unseen. Now, wouldn't that be an interesting thing to do? I mean, I really don't think you can do anything wrong in the voting system these days. I mean, I'm talking about the people. It really doesn't matter who you're voting for. I mean, we, I think we saw that during the last elections. But we really do need to send that message out. You know, when Ross Perot was coming up, you know, he scared both sides. He was his own campaign. He funded everything right out of his pocket. He was beholding to none and wouldn't answer any direct questions about where he stood on any any issue. And as James Carvel said, he goes, yeah, they, that scared us because he was sending a message out, you know, that anybody can be elected and the people were voting for him. He was gaining some steam. And at the same time, the people were using him to send a message to the politicians on the right and the left. And the message was, fuck you, all of you. You're all part of the same thing. And that was the other thing that James Carville was saying. He goes, yeah, we all have our specific jobs, but out there in the public, we are all the same. We're those guys. And they wanted to send those guys, us, that message. And we got it. We really got it. I think Ross Perot got threatened or something and fizzled out when he said he was part of his strategy or, you know, but then he never recovered because then the people lost faith in him. But it did shake up the the system a bit. We need to keep shaking up that system. So my thought is the only way for, for these series of elections coming up this time is don't vote for the same people ever again. Make your own, just make it known. If you want to go into politics, you won't be there, but for that one term and you better make it work. You know, you're not going to get rich. You're not going to do whatever you, you know, make that a legacy. But other than that, we'll remember you for what you did or what you didn't get done, but that's it. And give everybody else a chance. Because realistically, the way you hear these guys talking in there about how it's that club and you need to fit the order and you need to do these things. And yeah, it's that well-oiled machine. But some of these people have been in there that most of you people listening have been alive. You know, Pelosi's getting rich off insider trading, and that's just the, the truth about it. They all pass these bills, and then they know what's going to happen with an industry. And as soon as they pass these bills, they go buy that stock. That's public information. And we just need to get it out there that that's it. From now on, in American politics, you only get that one shot to do something. Yeah, a lot of people will not want to run because they're like, okay, well, that's just four years. That's really not going to benefit me much. I'd like to make a career out of it. Sorry, bucko. Not here. And we've got some great people. I mean, I love Governor DeSantis. You know, he did great for Florida. You know, and but at the same time, you do a great job and then you bow out. You know, maybe there should be some exceptions. If somebody like that, I'd like to see him get elected again in Florida. But for everybody else, if you haven't done anything extraordinary, if you haven't done anything really special that we can all remember your name, you know, sorry, you're gone. And as for the political uh, contributors, you know, make it hard for them to figure out who to go ahead and fund. You know, start, you have to start doing your own research because Americans get lazy and just like, well, I think I'll just watch the TV and let that tell me who I should vote for, who's out there. You know, make it known that, hey, if you're an obscure 
uh, chance and you think you want to run for a political office, you know, put, <laughs> share your YouTube channel. There you go. You know, share YouTube channels about people who want to run for office and let that be the political uh, advertising. You know, why not? I mean, with uh, with the technology available to the everyday person, you know, I mean, anybody can make a decent video. And then you watch these people <clears throat> on YouTube and then you, you know, they need to show their paperwork. They need to show why they're a legal candidate. They need to prove that. Yeah, they could also do that through a blog site. You know, there's a lot of ways for the everyday person to become a political candidate if you really want to. And maybe you could have some really good people come up because maybe the fact that they know that they won't get um, big political donations or any contributions to their political campaign and they don't try. Well, what if they thought that, okay, things are changing. I have a chance now. I'll go ahead and put my YouTube channel up there. I'll go ahead and put my blog site up there. I'll go ahead and post how the, I registered to be a candidate. And then people would look at that and pass it out. You know, we, things get shared. You know, I think it's a great idea. I think we should really try it. And then just really shake up um, the system. And then every four years, you get a bunch of strangers meeting in Washington, D.C. and go, okay, people, we got to make a plan that works. And make them, make them work for it. Make them, you know, you might get a bunch of idealistic people in there and put it in there. I mean... For the political thing, it's it's kind of a haphazard thing to think that somebody's going to get into the, the top of the food chain and the American government, you know, as the president, and just jump in there and run things. Joe Biden's been in there almost 50 years and really hasn't done anything at all. And now the guy can't even talk. You know, he got a, uh, a girl that started off as a high-end call girl. And that's what everybody knew her and now the vice president. Now that's America, boy, I tell you. But if we keep, if we just come up with other ideas to, for our political system, we might have a better chance at a better government. Because as it stands right now, we're just like flipping over the same old burgers on the same old grill as they just get old and dried up and just bunky. Because that's what it just looks like. The back burners of a, you know, the, of a cheap diner when it comes to our political candidates, try to add a little bit more spices to make it look a little bit better, smell a little bit better, but it's still the same thing. You know, we're just flipping over the same stuff year after year. And when you start looking at these people, I mean, like, they've been in there way too long. The other thing is just go back into basics. And just they, they, the Constitution's a wonderful instrument. You know, and the political system of the United States, I think, is a great institution, but it has to be worked by the people. And if we don't take responsibility for what happens in our political arena, you know, then we are responsible for whatever goes wrong. Not the politicians. They're an animal that's just going to do whatever it wants to do and can get away with. But it's really up to us. And we have to be the ones that are always pulling the leash. You can let them run for four years and go, okay, you're done. And that's it. Period. No exceptions unless you are just one outstanding person doing great things. Okay, we'll reelect you. 
that should be the message that we put out, you know, and back to the uh, political contributions and donations from the big money wheels, we have to make it really difficult for them, you know, to, to figure out where to put that money. You know, with me, I've, I've done this thing the last couple of years, any political ad, you know, I just hit the flip button, even if I'm getting ready to watch a, uh, a YouTube video. I love the FYIs, you know, and how to do things yourself. But I'll just not watch that video if that political ad comes up. I'll go, from, I'll learn it from someplace else. Just think about it, people. Let's give it a shot. <laughs>